Welcome back to The Gist of It. We're Nick and Adriana coming to you from the Great White North on Atawandran land. We are a 45 to 60 minute podcast based around health and wellness. We talk about some myth debunking, fun facts, and topics such as self-care, sustainability, and anything in between. Episodes air every Wednesday at 9am. So sit down, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Good morning everyone. Today is Wednesday, August 5th, and welcome back to The Gist of It. Uh, Today we have a very special guest and our next guest in the Amplify series, um, who's going to be talking about personal training, her experience in the industry, and then just some general pointers that most people make mistakes on when they're just starting out on their fitness journey. So with that, I'd like to introduce Kennedy. Um, Kennedy, would you like to just say a couple things about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Kennedy. I am a certified personal trainer. I'm ju- I just got certified about the end of last year, so I haven't really been actively training, but I've been into fitness and weightlifting for the last like four and a half years, I would say. Um, definitely like something I'm very passionate about, something I want to continue learning about, and yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so have, how did you get into the fitness industry? Like, was it something that you were always interested in or was it something that like gradually came out of something specific? So actually I was like not active growing up at all. It's almost funny that I'm into fitness now because I was just never, I was not an athlete, nothing like that. Um, I took a year off after high school and I guess I just wanted to lose weight. So that's kind of how it started. And then it just turned into something like way more, I guess I, um, yeah. So over the course of the last four and a half years, I just gained more and more of a passion for it. And now I am current, well, I am a certified personal trainer, but I am going to get a diploma in health, wellness, and fitness. So it's like completely transformed over that, but it basically just started with like wanting to have a nice body and lose weight. And then it became more of like a mental transformation as well as a physical transformation, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool that you were able to transition out of the, like just having a physical goal and being able to see the benefits for your mental health. A lot of people don't realize how great it is for your brain. Oh, I know. It like completely changed just my perspective on everything, which sounds weird because you wouldn't think like just a workout would do that much for you, but it actually has just completely changed the way I look at like life, honestly, and just my mentality. I'm way more positive now, way more confident, all that as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cause it boosts those like positive chemicals in your brain and it just, yeah, like the endorphins and all that. (laughs) just everything it gives you a different outlook on everything Mm -hmm, for sure this is super important (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and it's not something I expected like when I started because I was like very negative when I started I wasn't active at all I wasn't eating healthy so like I wasn't fueling my body right on top of all of that and then so I wasn't expecting much of like a mental transformation as well but that was a good bonus for sure was it hard for you to um 
like get into a routine or was it something that kind of like just flowed into a routine because your body realized like oh I actually enjoy doing this it definitely it's more of the nutrition that was hard at least starting off like that was a big transformation for me because I was not healthy in high school whatsoever but the working out wasn't too hard because it was something I was doing something I liked so I liked going to the gym Mm-hmm. Um, I would say though, like it probably took me over a year to actually get to a point where I was like consistently going to the gym, had a consistent workout routine, was getting a hold of my diet and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it definitely took some time, but yeah, the working out aspect, like that was never really hard for me, which sounds strange because I feel like <laughs> that's what most people struggle with, but I just, I enjoy lifting weights it's just something I like. Whereas like certain other things like cardio and all of that, that is a different story. I do have to have some discipline when it comes to that, but yeah, it wasn't too bad even from the start. Honestly, it was a good challenge. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Nick, you want to say something? Or- <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. You asked, you asked the question that I wanted to ask was just about like getting started. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that's the hardest part. Like, I wasn't very active as a kid, but like in high school, I became more active um, and found sports that I really liked. But then in university, um, I was on the cheerleading team and they forced us to work out like four days a week or yeah. something crazy like that. Um, and, but it was so hard because it was like, I didn't like going to the gym. I felt awkward being in the gym. The exercises they made us do because it was not only about strength training, but like flexibility as well, were like super awkward to have to do in front of other people. So it was, it was a nightmare. I did not like it, but now I'm, I'm good. I like it now. Yeah, it's definitely like there were certain things. For example, like I never used the squat rack for probably two years into my fitness journey just because it is very nerve wracking and there's a lot to learn which Mm -hmm. just takes time. So I agree with you with that. There were definitely certain exercises I would like completely avoid because I was still kind of uncomfortable. I knew I wasn't like a pro at what I was doing when I started out. So that was definitely hard, but go just getting up and going. I kind of, I was excited. I was seeing like, they call it newbie gains. Like the first six months you start training. My body was not used to working out at all too. I was, I never played sports or anything. So I saw progress very quickly and that was very motivating, but yeah, I totally agree with you. It can be very nerve wracking at the start. It's honestly just like starting small and then building up to, I don't know, a higher level, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, going back to your, uh, experience, like how you were feeling at the beginning, I guess, Mm -hmm. can you, um, do you have any tips for people who are just starting their fitness journey? Like what were some things that helped you or do you have like tips now that you've learned throughout your journey that you want to share? Yeah. So definitely like the main one for me at least would be starting slow because I feel like when I started, I was like, I need to be going to the gym like five to six times a week. I need to be tracking all of my food, like just zero to a hundred, no like baby steps, nothing like that. So I would say honestly, like week by week, just start slow, like make a small goal, even if it's like hitting your water in your sleep. And then the next week do hit your water in your sleep and add more veggies, like little things like that make a huge difference. And I find that's how you build 
like more sustainable habits rather than going into this extreme diet that you're going to crash from within five to six weeks. Like that's not sustainable at all. You're building habits and you're slowly making a lifestyle change because that's what's going to last long-term. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And from like a fitness, from the actual like working out end of it, um, like what would you suggest for people when they're just starting out? Cause I know obviously like personal trainers exist. You are one yourself, but like that, sometimes that's a barrier. Cause it's like, it's a lot of money to join a gym and sometimes you can't afford to hire somebody. So do you have like resources or suggestions for when people are just trying to figure out what workout works best for them at the beginning? Yeah, for sure. So working out, same thing. Like I would say start slow, but how I started slow, a big thing was like fitness on social media, which, you know, you see all these posts and it's very overwhelming, but even just going on YouTube and typing in like beginner leg workout, you may not know exactly what to do, but at least that way you're seeing how people are performing these exercises and you're learning bit by bit. Like that really got me started for probably the first six months. I was just following other people's workouts and it taught me so much without me having to hire someone because I've never had a personal trainer. I learned every, almost everything on social media, honestly, before I got my certification. Like I just kept researching. There's so many like YouTube, Instagram videos, you can see now people are making like form check videos. So if you think you're not squatting properly, you can easily look it up. Another tip, this might be nerve wracking for some people, but if you're, say you're learning how to squat, like even just filming yourself and then it doesn't have to be like a good video by any means, but just filming yourself and watching yourself back because I feel like I thought I was doing a lot of things right until I started filming myself and seeing the mistakes I was making. So that is another really helpful um, tip. But other than that, I would say, yeah, start small. Like if you're really nervous going to the gym, even just get a corner, like find a corner where no one's around, get a couple dumbbells and just do like the basics. And then next time maybe add something different, go to a machine that like you're not used to and maybe figure that out. Like just do something small every time you go until you're more comfortable. Yeah, I I, honestly, okay, so I've been into like I I grew up playing sports but I recently maybe in the past like three years only started focusing on just fitness as a whole like gym stuff Mm -hmm. and honestly I only this year learned that I was doing deadlifts wrong but Mm -hmm. I for the longest time I was like I know I'm doing them wrong so I kind of avoided them completely and then finally I Um, I was doing like a Instagram live, like I was watching an Instagram live thing and they're like talking about proper form and what you should be feeling. And as soon as they like, I don't know, I just, I guess I needed a different explanation or something. My, it finally clicked in my head and I was like, Oh my God, that's how you're supposed to do it. This is why it feels wrong every time. Yeah. I'm, I totally, I'm totally on the whole like social media fitness profiles thing like I I a lot of them and they they've helped a lot for sure so yeah and like I used to do deadlifts wrong too so it's funny you say like I was the exact same way I completely avoided them for years because I've since I've been working up for four and a half years I don't think I actually like picked up a barbell and did just deadlifts with the plates and like I was doing them on the smith machine but completely wrong and then finally like another trainer was like 
showing me some other just even cues like drive your feet into the ground like that something as simple as that it just clicks with you more than just explaining the exercise when you compare it to real life situations mm -hmm. it like even someone once said to me like imagine you're ripping a piece of paper with your feet and like that is what I, st I still think of that every single time I deadlift now so yeah yeah because you can watch someone do it but if you don't know what they're actually feeling and experiencing it's a you're like it's a total different, different thing move yeah yeah um and then i just have a follow-up question how do you feel about the like uh machine circuits because i think almost every gym out there now offers <laughs> some sort of like quick fix i don't know 25 minute workout or whatever yes i mean if you're completely new to the gym like that would be something that's helpful for me like within the first even one to two months i my gym didn't have one but my current gym does i would say though like that's not a long-term solution because machines are always going to be easier than like lifting a dumbbell because with a dumb or a dumbbell or a barbell because with like free weights, you're going to have to control the weight yourself. Whereas when you're on a machine, it's kind of just like one pathway. Like you, like say you're doing hip abductions. That's why I'm doing this hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're doing those. Like if you're using a band, you're controlling it strictly just with your legs rather than like following a pathway or movement, I guess. So machines are definitely a beginner level, but if you are someone who's just trying to like figure it out, I think it could be good because you'll learn all the machines kind of in one go and it's much less nerve wracking. Like you're in one area, you know how to time yourself and that kind of thing. But I definitely say like after even a couple tries, like maybe take one of those exercises and try to do it with a dumbbell. So if they have a bicep curl machine, like grab some dumbbells and do dumbbells instead. Yeah. yeah I, feel like, I, would say. I feel like those machines also um, kind of give you a guide to how you're supposed to be doing an exercise like um like the machine that's equivalent to like lifting dumbbells you're getting that motion on a machine and then you can like feel that transition into what it would be yeah just free dumbbells for sure yeah i definitely don't think it's like a long-term solution but if you're new to the gym i think it's very beneficial especially for someone who has no idea like i had no idea what i was doing when i started and i was going with friends who played hockey and did, played soccer so they kind of had a background just in general whereas i was like going in blind i yeah yeah <laughs> so something like that would be helpful for me at the beginning but you can't stay there because it's really hard to progress with just machines like eventually you, you may like gain a higher fitness level and you have to challenge yourself so yeah <laughs> yeah then it gets hard again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> Cool. All right. So, um, are there any common mistakes that females might make when starting their fitness journey and what should they look out for? Um, so for looking, what should they look out for? I would definitely say like fad diets are a big thing and you know, sometimes they work. I don't know if you guys are like keto or anything like that, which I'm not hating. Sometimes it really works for people, but you need to find something sustainable. So even like what I said before, 
However, when you're making small lifestyle changes week by week, that is going to be much more beneficial than just jumping into this extreme diet. And you see all these diet pills and these tea toxes on Instagram. Uh-huh. That, is not, that is like a very quick fix. These juice cleanses, that is not going to be something that you can sustain. Like, yeah, you might lose five pounds in a week if you're just drinking juice for seven days, but 10 pounds even, I don't know. But that you're going to gain that weight back the second you start eating normally. That is not a long-term solution. So definitely those are like probably the biggest things because at least even from personal experience into like the fat burns and all these things, right? Like from the start and it's really not like something that you can sustain for, because you want to build a healthy lifestyle for that you can maintain for the rest of your life, at least most people. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely like one of the main things I would say to look out for because especially with like influencers and all this nowadays, it's everywhere. Like these, all of these detox teas and yeah. So definitely like watch who you're getting information from, watch who's trying to sell you products and just make sure that you're, if you're going to follow someone, it's someone that you can trust that is knowledgeable and knows what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like every time you turn around, there's a new product on, at least on my Instagram feed. It's like a new sponsored post. And I'm like, what? I don't even know why this is showing up right now. Mm -hmm. And as a beginner, like you see the word fat burner and you're like, oh, that's gonna, that's gonna help me lose weight. But in reality, if your diet and nutrition isn't on point, then that's really not going to do much for you. But it's the marketing that can really get like, especially people that have, have no background knowledge um yeah it can definitely get you for sure so if um someone is looking to um like say their main goal is to gain muscle rather than like tone what would what is like a tip that you would give in regards to um fuel so Get to in order to gain muscle. So I will add this: in order to gain muscle, you do have to eat in a calorie surplus. So that is basically eat more than you are burning per day, because that extra those extra calories are going to go towards building muscle. As long as you're training hard in the gym consistently. Um, so with that being said, you don't want to just eat a bunch of junk food. I do see a lot of people say, oh, I'm trying to build muscle. Like I've done this before too. I'm trying to gain. Like I don't need to eat healthy. I do think you should be fueling your body with nutrient dense foods, foods that are going to like benefit you, not just for weight loss or weight gain, just in general, like still eat your veggies, still do your cardio. You still want to keep your cardiovascular health up, but yeah, that's what I would give for someone gaining, like keep it clean. Mm -hmm. Maybe add in like peanut butter, some higher calorie foods that are still good for you and going to benefit you in the long run because the results will be different even though the calorie numbers like the numbers might be the same you might be eating 2500 calories of clean foods and 2500 calories of bad foods but you will see the difference okay. yeah that's what i would say for someone gaining muscle anyway okay so i have seen people who eat like how you're explaining but they do like they don't eat clean like they just eat basically all this junk and I'm like yeah I don't like my body would shut down (laughs) oh yeah I've been I'm not even saying like I haven't been I've been there like I've had my weeks 
but I feel it. Like even after a week of not even just like a few cheats here and there, I like automatically, I just, my energy levels are low. I'm not training as hard in the gym because I feel sluggish. All I want to do is sleep. I have headaches. Like the aftermath, I feel the aftermath. So it's not worth it. Um, but some people can, there are some people which is very fast metabolisms that can just eat whatever they want and maintain mm -hmm. the physique. It's just blows my mind but yeah, yeah. Must be nice. I know like I really I eat a pizza one day and it's it shows like oh yeah, yeah. I feel that <laughs> there is no there like I am 100% punished every single time I eat anything that's remotely bad for you it's like yeah. three days of bloating and looking like I'm a million pounds yeah. I feel so awful after that yeah. it's like why did I do that but I mean you got to enjoy life too but there are some people that I can just eat whatever they want. And I'm sure like as much as you probably can maintain a lean physique, like if you have a fast metabolism, still it's not worth the feeling. Like you should still be feeling your body right. Yeah. Especially because like it's just worth the results. Like when I eat clean for five days, I feel it. I have so much energy. I feel so good. I'm happier, you know, just things like that. I sleep better. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I totally, totally resonate with that. Yeah. For sure <laughs> but we all have our moments you know it's yeah. okay and it's the nutrients too that it's not even like okay i'm eating junk food but it's like you're also not getting the vitamins and minerals that your body actually needs to keep up with whatever you're doing in regards to physical activity too yeah for sure especially like i find another thing too if you're trying to build muscle you do still need to be hitting a high protein intake yeah. which some, at least when I eat junk food, I find it's very high fat and high carbs. I do still get protein if I have like a burger or whatever, but like, it's so, so much fat, so much added garbage that you're yeah. better off just eating like some lean protein, some healthy carbs, some healthy fats. Like there's so much added stuff in McDonald's, for example. Yeah. Like, <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic of like nutrition, Mm -hmm. So we were talking about like, you know, the fad tea toxins and all that. Um, what about like protein powders and like pre-workout and all those supplements that you can be doing before, during and after? Is there like a recommendation you have for trying to weed out what's actually good for you versus what's like marketed junk? Mm -hmm. um, there are, it's hard to like say specifically because a lot of brands are like so I've tried so many brands definitely mm -hmm. um well to start off supplements you should be supplementing not like replacing so if you're buying a protein powder you shouldn't be replacing chicken with a protein powder you should be eating the whole foods first mm -hmm. same with like greens and all of that kind of stuff but if you are going to buy a protein powder I would definitely do your research a big thing I look for when I'm buying supplements is like what is the brand about there are some brands who are very, very transparent on their labels. They are, they explain exactly how they make the products. They explain what's in it, how it's going to benefit you. Those are the brands that are going to have the good quality products. If you just see a brand and they're like, oh, here's our pre-workout and they tell you nothing about it. That's almost alarming to me. Mm -hmm. I've tried some pre-workouts that have some crazy ingredients. And then you don't even know because half the time you can't pronounce 90% of what's mm -hmm. on the label. So if the brand isn't like explaining in their marketing why you should be taking the product, what the product does, what it has, that can be concerning, especially with like, you got to watch with greens, 
protein powders, all that, definitely check the ingredients because a lot of those have a lot of added unnecessary things like chemicals and all of that. So yeah, definitely do your research. But brands that are very transparent tend to be the best ones supplement wise. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Is there a brand that you highly recommend? Honestly, I've tried. It's ridiculous how many supplement brands I've tried. <laughs> I've seen you put um, like every week. I'm like, oh, she's trying something new. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I did work with One Up Nutrition, but I no longer work with them. So I've been trying out some new things. Um, I'm, I'm into Ghost lately. Ghost has some good pre-workouts. Um, protein powder, first form for like protein powder and greens and reds. Those are like, they're two companies too. I find that they're very open with what's in the product. And when I read the labels, I'm not extremely alarmed. Like it's like, especially first form with their greens and reds, like you can pronounce every ingredient almost. So yeah, I know I'm getting quality product. Yes. Cool. First form's doing like an athlete search right now, I think, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you need to, yeah, please hire me. Like, please. <laughs> I love you hear it here first, folks. For sure, hopefully. So, um, what, like, how, what is your outlook on the culture of the workout world? And if you're, New, like in terms of like social media and um if someone wants to put like get themselves into that world of fitness on social media do you have any like tips or anything yeah um so I would definitely say like it's going to be a learning curve when you start you probably think you know what you're doing but you are going to learn a few things, like, especially with fitness, some people might call you out. Like when I started, I had a couple of people like message me saying, oh, and they weren't being rude by any means, but like, oh, you should do this when you're doing this exercise, you'll feel it more in your shoulders or your back or whatever it is. So don't be afraid to like learn as you're going. You're definitely going to learn a lot. Like I look at my videos from last year and it's a completely different person. <laughs> um, I would also say like don't focus on what other people think because putting yourself out there on social media in general whether it's fitness like makeup lifestyle whatever is very nerve-wracking and people do have things to say even if you're not an influencer like by no means am I famous but I know people have said things and you just kind of have to do you go in with good intentions like don't make an account if your only goal is to be famous because I promise that might not happen you have to be passionate about it and you have to know what your message is and you know just want to try to help people at least with fitness it's so oversaturated at this point that like if you don't have a good message and you don't have good intentions it's honestly a waste of time for you because like everyone's trying to make a fitness account now it's very popular so you just be yourself do your thing is there anything that motivates you personally and from a fitness standpoint and does it change from day to day or is it something that you always look for to motivate you um so yeah definitely like just seeing progress week to week is something that motivates me like if I'm losing weight and I see the scale dropping or if I'm taking progress photos and I notice more definition in my arms, like little things like that, 
definitely motivate me. Um, but I do have my weeks where I'm not motivated and then it's just a matter of discipline. But yeah, I would definitely say just like progress, knowing why I'm doing something like that's what keeps me going. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like quickly, do you have any like tips for people who use the scale as a motivator? Um, but obviously like, especially for females who are estrogen, like have higher levels of estrogen, like day to day, you could, you know, be losing, but then I don't know where have a spike because you're bloating or whatever. So do you have any tips for how to stay motivated, even when the scale's not reflecting what's actually going on? For sure. Honestly, if the scale is something that's you find, it's bringing you down. Like if I know there's been times where I'll weigh myself, I'm like, oh, I'm down three pounds. And then the next week I'm up three pounds again. I would not use that as your main source of progress. I always would say progress photos are like the best the best way to track progress because you're visually seeing the changes and you could look way leaner and way the same mm -hmm. it just really depends especially if you're trying to build muscle like you are depending on how much how much you're eating and how hard you're training like you could just be gaining muscle and that could be why the scale is going up as well there's so many factors like bloating, water retention, like all of that, that is going to also affect the scale. If you had a cheat meal, if you ate late the night before, like there's so many factors that go into it and it's very complicated. Like for me right now, I'm at a place where the scale doesn't bother me too much. So I do when I am dieting or whatever, I do track it just to see over long periods of time, like how much I'm losing, whatnot. Um, but yeah, if you do want to use the scale, I would definitely say weigh yourself, but average it out over a long period of time. So say you're going to weigh yourself. Some people do it every day, but that's overkill for me. So say you're going to weigh yourself twice a week, if that's really what you want to do, write it down every time and then average it over like three to four weeks to get an average number. And then the next month do the same thing. And then the next month do the same thing. And that's going to get you a much more accurate, accurate number than just, weighing yourself every day because there's so many factors that go into it that it makes it very complicated and I find a lot of people get very down on themselves when they see the number go up and they've been dieting for like four weeks or whatever it is so yeah that's definitely what I would say but progress photos will always be the number one like way to track progress in my opinion everyone's different some people like the scale some people can't handle it you know mm -hmm. yeah well even for myself like I found now I'm in a good spot with the scale. Um, but like, you know, it's not that I didn't know it, but like you'll see these posts, especially on Instagram right now, where it's like, here's six different women who all weigh the same, but look very different. And I've always been somebody who weighs, or yeah, I weigh a lot more than what most people would assume I do. Um, so the scale was really hard because it'd be like, come on, man, like I just, you know, dieted for three weeks, like haven't had one cheat day and out of nowhere, I spike by three pounds. But now I know that that's like hormone related and my cycle and all that kind of stuff. So I, yeah, I agree with that. The, the scale's a dangerous, it's a good yeah. thing, but a dangerous thing all at the same time. I agree with you too. Like when people guess my weight, they always guess way lower than what it actually is, which never, like, I guess 
it would bother me like before but now I'm, I'm used to it mm-hmm. but I totally agree like people always think I weigh way less so I and I would compare my weights like growing up my friends would be like I weigh this much I'm a double zero I'm like oh okay <laughs> like, like never been in my life. <laughs> I know so it's just yeah it's it's definitely something like it does some people it will never bother them they just don't care and if it's something that's like constantly on your mind and it's ruining your day ruining your mood then like completely ditch it because you don't need the number like there's no reason cool yeah yeah Yeah, there are more things to worry about (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly like it's just a number it's that's really all it is yeah um do you have any other like tips or tricks that you'd like to share with everyone who's starting out or even you know could be the middle of their journey and realize like oh my gosh I'm doing this wrong um so a general tip I guess I would say would just to be like find something you enjoy and something that you can do for a long period of time obviously like over time you're going to try new things and you might get bored here and there but try something that in general that you just like, like for me, that was weightlifting, but for you, that might be boxing, running, like it doesn't always have to be just like lifting weights in a gym, just being active in general, find something you enjoy that you can stick to. Um, And for someone who's doing something wrong, like I mentioned before, just honestly, like be a, don't be afraid to learn new things because I am someone like I I can be a know-it-all I can't lie like I get very offended when people correct me and it's like something I've always worked on but yeah you have to be prepared to learn new things because especially with fitness there's so many things you're going to learn and it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take years like I've been doing this for four and a half years and I'm still learning so much that it's not something you can just read a textbook and then you know, go to the gym the next day and have it all figured out. You definitely have to learn along the way and just gain experience, but have fun with it. Yeah, if it's something you enjoy, like you'll keep doing it. You have been corrected many times, so don't be afraid. If someone, if someone comes up to you and goes, says you're doing something wrong, like try to take their advice, watch (laughs) videos. If you're nervous, go in the corner until you're ready to like branch out. Yeah, that's what I would say probably for beginners. I had one time where I was at the gym and someone came over and corrected my form, even though like it was one of those times where you kind of know you're not doing something like perfectly, but you're still like feeling it. And so I, I already knew that it wasn't perfect. And then someone came over and was like, Hey, just so you know. And I was like, I'm mildly offended right now, but <laughs> I- <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm the exact same way. I try, I try so hard to not get offended, and it, I'll in my head, I'm like, I know they're not being mean, yeah. but it's almost like you feel embarrassed. I get really, I get embarrassed by everything. Like anytime there's attention on me, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I've had it a few times. Like when I started out, mostly, but yeah, like the first year I started working out, I worked out in a really small women's gym. So there were always trainers around and they came up to me a few times, but I think near like the third, fourth time, I was kind of used to it. But I remember the first time I was doing bent over rows and like my back was not straight at all, like just super crooked. It did not feel right, but nothing felt right back then. I was still learning mm-hmm. and she completely corrected me. And after she did, I've done it right since, but <laughs> I was so horrified. <laughs> I like hated seeing her for like the next five times I went to the gym. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah you just have to be prepared to learn stuff and like people are especially if you start a fitness instagram like you have to be ready for criticism for sure but it's constructive criticism as long as they're nice about it then it's fine yeah (laughs) yeah so um with that can you just share what platforms that people can find you on if they want to connect or like follow your journey yeah, for sure. So um, I have Instagram. So Kennedy Fit is the username, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y Fit. And then on YouTube, I'm just Kennedy Williams. It's also in my Instagram bio if you cool. want to check those out. Cool. cool. Yeah. And we will also link yeah. uh, these information so that you can follow it directly from the episode description. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. That's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you for your insight. Um, I, yeah, I got secondhand embarrassment for other people. So (laughs) the embarrassment's real, but this was great. Yeah. I've seen other people get approached in the gym too. And it's like, oh my gosh, I just feel for them. (laughs) Like, don't, don't come near me, please. (laughs) I know. I'm like, just want to do my thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But thanks again for coming on today and talking. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks, guys. No problem. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Okay.